0: Hello, and welcome to the Good Robot Andy's Season 9, Episode 1. Oh, get us with a new season. My name is Andy Balaam, and this is... Andy Cockerill. And the thing that we're going to talk about this evening is... Well, we're going to talk about something that I flagged up, I think, last year, maybe, which is Army of the Dead. Army of the Dead. Now, I yeah. know nothing about it, apart from yeah. its title. Okay. Um i reckon that this is finally um the zombie genre moving into manga so ah. there's there's enormous armies of of um weirdly you know a huge variety of zombies much more than usual mm. um just in all out war and it's the story of two kids who get caught up in it brother and sister and uh they they're just trying to find their way home to Escape from the the awful zombie violence
1: okay and and um in, for the uh western version of this,
0: who are the voices <laughs> of the kids <laughs> of the kids of the kids of the kids yeah yeah um it's a, it's a young macaulay Colkin
1: okay and, yep,
0: and that's a solid choice yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> a young <laughs> uh davina McCall oh that's an interesting yeah one. yeah she's i mean they've taken her back to when she was a child, and then they've cast her in a a role that's a stretch for her.
1: Okay, that's interesting, that's interesting. So this isn't that. Oh, okay. Although that does actually sound quite fun.
0: (laughs) Um, Yeah, I'd watch it.
1: So this is a 2021, brand spanking new, um, American zombie heist film.
0: Yeah, and I think you mentioned on the pod before and got me all excited about it, right?
1: I think I have a couple of times. So I think I talked about it last year. When it was first announced that Zack Snyder, who made Dawn of the Dead remake, <laughs> which I like very much an, indeed. That's an energetic. It's very energetic. Uh, yeah. It's got a lot of, zombie. it's got a lot of stuff going on. Zombie film. Um, that was written by James Gunn, mm-hmm. who, um, who is currently, uh, there's a movie called The Suicide Squad, mm-hmm. which is a DC comics adaptation. He's a director of that. He's a very interesting guy, James Gunn. Um. I'd say he's quite subversive. Right. But currently he's working very much in the mainstream. But uh, I think Dawn of the Dead was something that was right in his wheelhouse in terms of what it was. Yeah, lots um, of zombie films
0: are quite um, critical of the society yeah. that they're in, especially the good ones.
1: Yeah, definitely. Uh, and I think, I think Zack Snyder did a really great job with that remake. It was full of... of um, yeah, especially
0: of energy Dead. is the thing that... Because there's, there's running yeah. zombies, right?
1: Yeah, running zombies, but also um, just the whole thing was shot very nicely. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, Nicely put together. Um, so this is also from Zack Snyder. Mm-hmm. Um, he has of late um, been involved in the DCEU, or the DC Comics Extended Universe over at Warner Brothers, mm-hmm. making some very divisive films, most notably Justice League.
0: Right, definitely have seen it. Uh,
1: which... Um, he had to leave, I think about three-quarters of the way through production due to a family tragedy. Mm. So um, our our unfortunate person, well, not unfortunate, person of note of, of late, um, Joss Whedon, mm-hmm. came in and finished the movie. Mm-hmm. And it was there that people started to say, Joss Whedon's not a very nice guy, is he? Right. And a lot of stuff came out about that production in particular, no, no, no. and now other people have come forward to say that actually he's not a very nice guy. I wonder
0: whether it was a contrast with Zack Snyder that made people yeah, maybe. think, hang on. Yes,
1: it might have been. Yeah,
0: This is not normal.
1: Um, Let's hope so. this so, is eh? a return. Let's hope that Zack's a, yeah, nice this is guy. a Well, by all accounts, he is. Yeah. Um, uh, this is a return to sort of, um, I'd say, pulpy... Mm-hmm exploitation filmmaking but, for Snyder in terms of what this movie is
0: did Zack Snyder make Zombieland no
1: he didn't who was that no Ruben Fleischer okay, I think okay, okay. which I
0: enjoyed yeah it was yeah it was sort of fun and wildly disappointing but remember that when I come into a zombie film it was film, both of those things <laughs> yeah. yeah. when I come into a zombie film I have very high expectations and only uh, Train to Busan has come near meeting them recently so what I enjoyed about *Zombieland*
1: is um, the kind of real world aspect of it. Mm-hmm. What do you mean? With uh, Jesse I- Jesse Eisenberg's um, approach to fighting zombies,
0: right?
1: He he has he suffers from um, what does he have? he's got um, IBS, mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, that's a bit of a problem when you're fighting zombies. <laughs> Uh, but he keeps coming back to the same thing, which is the most important thing when you're fighting these things, is cardio. You've got to keep fit. Right, right, right. right. Yeah, that's fair enough. Um, totally fair enough. Which is fair enough. Yeah. Which is totally fair. Yeah, uh, yeah I liked it. I, the sequel, Zombieland Double Tap, I believe it's called, right.
0: is, is fine. I don't think I've seen it. And I will stay It away. kind of...
1: Uh, it's, it's not as good. Fine is and, not good enough. You know, yeah, it's not really good enough, no, exactly. Um, so this... Is uh, a screenplay by by Snyder, co-written with Shay Hatton and uh, Joby Harold, mm-hmm. based on a story that um, that Snyder created. Mm-hmm. The film features an ensemble cast consisting of Dave Bautista, Ella Purnell, Amari Hardwick, Anna Della Reguera, Theo Ross, Matthias Schweikhofer, who is great in this actually, Nora Zeda. Hiroku Sonada Tig Notaro, more about her in a moment, and Raul Castilla. Castillo.
0: So have we seen um, any of those people big cast. in the past?
1: Yeah, so um, so Dave Bautista, if you've seen either of the, well, the Guardians of the Galaxy or any of the Marvel movies featuring the Guardians of the Galaxy, he is one of the
0: Guardians. Okay, okay, I don't think I have. I, re- I totally recognise him from the poster. I've seen the poster for this Listener.
1: Very funny, I mean, he's a very funny actor mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He, he delivers lines well right. he's got good physical presence he's another ex-wrestler like The Rock right, 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 right. Um, uh, who else might you have seen before so the only other people I know in this is Tignotaro, Notaro who is in Star Trek Discovery mm-hmm. who to be fair is a stand-up she's a stand-up comedian okay. so her line delivery is pretty much the same in Star Trek, Star Trek Discovery as it is here which is very welcome because she's a very mm-hmm. great screen presence okay, you okay. know uh, quite acerbic. Uh-huh. The only other person I know is Garrett Dillahunt, who is in Fear the Walking Dead. Right. Uh, in the latter seasons of Fear the Walking Dead. Right. Oh. He's a major character. That's exciting.
0: Yeah. is that, That'll be in seasons I haven't seen, I guess.
1: I guess so. The ones with Morgan. Right, yeah, um, which is... I'm
0: about to start, but I haven't started yet.
1: Okay, so he turns up... I think about halfway through the ones with Morgan okay. and he's he's a great great presence. I think yeah, they're on very a, nice. They're on um Disney Plus, aren't they? Uh, I'm not sure if they are yet, but they will be. Right, right, right. Yes. Yeah, yeah cuz the Fox I'll channel has now up. Up closed. Yeah. Uh, on Sky so long as, or Now TV, whatever it so is. As long as my son now, continues now.
0: paying for whatever stupid Star Wars stuff he wants on there, I get to uh I get to free ride and watch
1: there you go Walking Dead it's definitely worth it there's a lot of good stuff on Disney Plus
0: that's literally all the oh, stuff gosh. on it now that now that we've got to the point in Bones where even I can't drag myself through the episodes
1: I enjoy actually there's a show called New Girl which is a sitcom oh, yeah uh, that's worth it okay, okay yeah okay. short episodes uh, they're quite broad and um, silly which I enjoy mm-hmm. a sort of mindless entertainment <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I enjoy a bit of broad knockabout humour mm-hmm. You know, a bit of slapstick. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I completely distracted you. Yeah, there isn't much you. of that in this movie. Though. Oh, wow, <laughs> look at that.
1: You brought it back. Amazing. I know. Yeah, that's pretty good, isn't it? That was, that was almost professional. <laughs> um, so Snyder says this is a spiritual successor to his Dawn of the Dead movie. Okay. It's not a sequel, mm-hmm. and it's not set in the same universe. Right. Um, which I was slightly disappointed by. Right. Uh, but... Once you get into it, you realise it's, it's his own thing.
0: So are there are there things about the universe that are particularly that are kind of incompatible with that universe? Or?
1: I think there are, yes, okay. and I'll talk about okay, those okay, okay, in a moment.
0: Okay.
1: Um, so there's a fantastic, I think one of the greatest sort of openings to a movie that I've seen for quite some time wow. with um, lounge singer Richard Cheese, who is well worth a listen, actually. <laughs> oh, so the, he, does, he does the um,
0: lounge versions of heavy metal classic. Yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah. That's so so he opens so this.
1: They're really good, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> Actually, he he did a live album that's fantastic. Right,
0: right. Right, right,
1: So it's a recording of I think in Colorado somewhere. Um he's got a really good band and he can really deliver the goods live as the, well, which is
0: His version great. of Enter Sandman is it's really amazing. Good, isn't it?
1: The other one I like is um oh, uh oh, no, I'm trying to think now. It's one well, I can't actually repeat the name of the song. <laughs> <But> <laughs> anything with swearing in I just enjoy because the way he delivers the lines. Cool. Yeah, so he he does a version of um Viva Las Vegas. Right, right, right. Um, which features the line As there's a zombie Elvis about to get crushed by a building, watch out Elvis <laughs> Which I really enjoyed. Um so there's there's a kind of um prequel um yeah, there's the the title sequence is a prequel to the movie. Okay, in what? what so we mean? see well, we see all the characters who are going to well, some of the characters who are going to form part of this film um, shooting their way out of Las Vegas. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <coughs> so from this, we can kind of um, actually no, there's no sorry. So there's the very beginning of the movie is some army guys transporting a container that contains something from Area 51. Right. Right. Um, And what's in it is like a really aggressive zombie. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. uh, A zombie-type creature Mm -hmm. that proceeds to basically take them all out in a really aggressive fashion. Mm -hmm. Um, And then we go into the sort of precursor to the movie where we see Dave Bautista and some other characters shooting their way out of Vegas. Right. Getting airlifted out on a chopper, which is really nicely shot, you know, mostly slow-mo. Um, actually, should I talk about the lenses they use now? Yeah. Because it is interesting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so they shot this digitally, but they used very old, like 60s-era um, lenses, right. and they shot everything wide open. What's that? What does and that mean? That, okay, so it means that there's hardly any – there's no depth of field at all. Okay. So it means that um, – the thing that's in focus is the only thing you see. Right, okay. okay. You don't see anything in the background or the foreground. Okay. Um, and Snyder said, after he shot it, I'm actually surprised that any of this was in focus, <laughs> given the lenses we were using. But what it gives it is a very unique look. Right. Um, and I personally really like stuff that's shot wide open. Right. Um, so Paul Greengrass does that a lot. Um, it's hard to shoot like that yeah. because you your focus point is tiny. Yeah. Um. But the dividends that it pays off is gives you a really cinematic looking right, 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 film, right, right, right. which this is. Well, you know, okay, it's okay. um, it looks terrific. Uh, so you know, the opening sequence is great, and then we sort of discover that Vegas is now completely cut off from the outside world, mm-hmm. um, by uh, basically walls of containers. You know, like kind okay. like of shipping containers are just enclosing okay.
0: it. So have they managed to contain the outbreak?
1: Yes, the outbreak has been contained. Okay, okay. But at, at great costs, you know, there's there's a lot of zombies in there now. Right. Okay. But Dave Batista made it out alive, mm-hmm. and he gets approached by someone mm-hmm. to say, "Look, we know you've been in there. We know you can fight these things, and we've got a we've got a job for you." Mm-hmm. And that job is, I just clocked my um, mic stand, so there's a nice. <laughs> on the audio there.
0: That's just for you, listener.
1: Just for you, listener. Um, we got a job for you, which is there's like thirty million dollars um, in a in a vault, I and mean, we want you to. If you go in and get it, then you and your team all get a cut of the money.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So this is in a, in a casino or something.
1: He doesn't really want to do it. Yeah, it's it's in a casino vault. Yeah, okay. exactly. One of the hotel vaults. He doesn't really want to do it, but his um, his his uh, daughter kind of blackmails him into into doing it. Mm-hmm. And um, he assembles a team, and in it in in great fashion. Um, there's there's a safecracker who is ma- played by Matthias So This is the heist, the heist, fantastic, the heist, yeah, the heist movie thing. He assembles quite a big team so to
0: go and collect together a team. Oh man, I love that so much. It's so great,
1: yeah. So the team get assembled. Um, they're kind of ragtag team. Um, they don't get on that well, but there's also a security guy who represents the uh, the person who wants them to get the money. Mm-hmm. Played by Garrett Dillahunt, who I mentioned earlier. He's not a very nice man. So this is like an alien. Exactly that. Yes, only you know from the off that he's probably not okay, a very nice yeah, guy. Right, so not, okay. And he doesn't have their best interests at heart. Right. Um uh, so they get um they get dropped in by helicopter. Mhm. No, hang on, do they? Inside or No, they don't get dropped in by helicopter. They have to f- they have to climb their way in, okay, okay, basically. Okay. Um because there's no fly, there's a no fly zone over Vegas mm-hmm. and they're not allowed to fly in there. Mm-hmm. Although, to be honest, that's a, that's one of the plot holes of this thing, really. It's All like, right. who's going to care? Who's really going to care if someone wants to fly into Vegas? Right, okay, okay. It's full of zombies. It's your own lookout if you're there. But I guess if, you, <laughs> if you're going to fly in there. If you destroy the the barrier. Yeah, that's a problem. They yeah. wouldn't like that. That is a problem. Um so they they make their way in there, and uh, the guy who who's paid them to do it said, "You can't fly in there, but you can fly out. There's a rescue helicopter. Okay, okay. on the roof of the hotel. You've frozen up. Oh, no, you've I'm frozen now. Um, there's a rescue helicopter. If you can get it working, then you can fly out, mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. is not not all that um, helpful. If really, if you can
0: get it working. Okay.
1: <laughs> so the so the pilot is played by Tignotaro. Uh-huh. And she actually replaced uh, the original actor, so the the whole film was shot with an actor playing that role. Oh wow! Um, but I will I will tell you exactly what happened there. Um, development, casting, filming. Yeah. No, I can't find it. So yes, yeah, she replaced an the actor who actually played it. They shot all of her scenes in isolation with nobody else there. Wow. So it must come across um, really wooden. No, it doesn't. No. It's so cleverly done. Oh, did they do that? So they've either... Oh, no. She replaced Chris, De, Chris De Elia, Um who, who's who been been involved in some shenanigans, you know, Me Too type stuff. He's been a bad boy, recently. Okay. okay.
0: Um, oh, sorry. So she replaced a man, did you say? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So either,
1: so either there's a reaction shot with her, you know, talking to somebody. Mm -hmm. So it's a cutaway, or she's been digitally inserted into the scene. And I couldn't see the line. I couldn't see the join. Wow. Even though I know it had happened, it didn't pull me out of the film at all. It's remarkable. And that's mainly because her performance is her performance is so good that it doesn't really it doesn't matter. It doesn't pull you out of it. That's really surprising. That
0: how on earth so she performance under those circumstances.
1: That's right. She heads for the chopper to try and get it working. Mm-hmm. The rest of them, um, they encounter um, one of the alpha zombies. Alpha zombies. There's different casts of zombies in this
0: movie. So there's like the okay, so, the drones. So is that why it's not part of the yes, the Dawn of the Dead universe? Definitely.
1: Yeah, it's it's not Romero-esque
0: in any way. Well, I guess in Land of the Dead there is some. There is a primary. There is a prime, isn't there? And I guess yeah. there is a prime, but I think he's not supposed to be... He's supposed to be part of a, a general intelligence yeah. being expressed. But
1: That's right. So there's a prime and there's a female prime okay. as well. Okay, okay, And they appear to be like a zombie couple. And these are not sitcom. normal zombies. So are there normal zombies in it as well as... There are normal zombies, yeah. Okay. Um, so if you get bitten by a normal zombie, you become a normal zombie. right. If you get bitten by a prime, you become something else. Okay. Yeah, something different, basically. Okay. Um, So this prime is... is, um, They appear to be descendants of the zombie that we saw at the beginning of the movie. Okay. And maybe they're not even zombies, these things. Maybe they're something completely different. Okay, okay, okay. But it's never really explained. Um, But where did all the zombies come from? um, Well, they all bit each other. So... uh, it, when the when the outbreak started in Vegas, mm-hmm. when when this thing arrived in Vegas, um, you know, it basically caused mayhem, and it spread really quickly because you turn really quickly when you do
0: turn. Okay, so then, so is it Within like the, minutes? The, the alphas like create like slightly alpha ones that are yeah, then, so it like fades out as you go.
1: Yeah, basically, okay. yeah, it kind of fades down. Okay, okay. Um, so most of them are normal. So the the regular ones are a lot like Have you seen um or oh actually for for listener as well I am legend
0: with Will Smith I have I don't particularly remember okay. the zombies though
1: So they're not really zombies actually mm-hmm. they're, they're they're sort of mutated humans mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but they don't um, when they're in the dark during the day they they're not awake
0: Oh I see Ah oh, well, I um, remember that So from this I am is legend. what it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah so this
1: is, there's a scene in um Army of the Dead when they're walking through a corridor, and all the zombies are just standing there seemingly inert
0: all right, so that is totally different, isn't it? You don't get that yeah they're always yeah. Active, and that's aren't they? that's a really
1: that's a really great scene actually that's nail biting right, stuff because right, right. they have to be really quiet right, 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 right. um moving through these, these these zombies in this corridor um yeah, so there's different casts. there's the alphas mm hmm and then there's the, just the regular foot soldier types mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, who can run. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's something that's in common with Dawn of the Dead. Mm-hmm, these mm-hmm. these zombies can run. They're very aggressive and fast. Mm-hmm. Some of them can dodge bullets and, you know, can sort of um, dodge attacks and that kind of thing. So actually taking them down is quite difficult. Right, right, right. So is it the alphas um, that can do that? The alphas can do that. The alphas seem to have... A great deal of intelligence right, 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 right. and and forward thinking. So one of them has a um, like a metal shield that it puts on his head, so it can't be shot in the head. Right. Right. Okay. Okay. Um, it's uh, yeah. There's that. Mm-hmm. It has that. Yeah. Fairly annoying. Yeah. Um, so Tignatara goes to the chopper to try and get it working. Everybody else heads for the vault.
0: Mm-hmm, okay.
1: Um, but of course, things don't go to plan. <laughs>
0: You surprised me. Because with
1: such a with such a large ensemble cast, there's quite a lot of cannon fodder <laughs> going on here. Um so there's a scene when uh one of one of the team is walking down this corridor with all the sleeping zombies mm-hmm. and she inadvertently makes a noise and they start waking up mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and she has to try and she, she can't take them all out, so she blows herself up, which is pretty powerful stuff. Right. You mean like emotionally um, powerful? Yeah, quite emotionally wrenching. Right, yeah, okay, um, okay. because you know most of these people seem to be fairly empathetic. Mm-hmm. They're not. They're not all psychopaths. Mm-hmm. Um, certainly, Dave Pati'sis character is um, is very likable.
0: Right. Okay, okay. Okay.
1: And you hope that he makes it out alive, but there's no guarantee really that any of them are going right, to actually right. make it out. Um, uh but they they deal with that particular situation. They then find the vault, which is uh booby trapped uh-huh, uh-huh. in a kind of raiders of the lost ark style <laughs> uh-huh. booby trap system right uh so they uh they send a couple of zombies down there kind of um tie them up and push them down there uh-huh. to set off the booby traps. That's quite a nice touch uh-huh. and then the safe cracker gets gets working right but one thing they notice whilst they're in there and th- and this has been a subject of some discussion on the internet right is they notice uh, dead bodies in the vault area that are dressed in the same clothes that they are right right, right 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 and have the same one of them's got the same like badge that one of them's got on right so there's some speculation in fact Snyder has addressed this okay that they're that they're in a time loop
0: okay okay w- um,
1: what did he say he said, yeah, maybe there is a time loop, but he hasn't, you know, he's keep he's being cagey about it because there are more, there are more movies coming. Okay. So, okay, um, okay. um, he doesn't really want to give too much away, but it does appear to be that maybe they've done this before <laughs> and they have to do it again.
0: Well, he said they're dead bodies.
1: <clears throat> yes. That look, look, they don't look like them, but they're wearing the same clothes with the same badges, okay. the same weapons. Okay. Basically the same people. Okay. okay. Um, so maybe this has all happened
0: before. We're, we're not really sure at this point. This has all happened um, before and this will all happen again.
1: will happen again. That's Battlestar Galactica. It is. Yes. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, so the safe cracker gets working. He gets the safe open. They find the money. Right. But then... Yeah, right, right. Then more bad stuff happens. Now the Alpha... Has suddenly taken an interest in them mm-hmm. because they have um, the the security guy has said honestly the boss doesn't care about the money he wants one of these alphas okay for research okay um, so he he grabs the female alpha mm-hmm. and beheads her and then takes the head right 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 now does the head go like this? Yes. Okay, good. It does. <laughs> a lot. It does a lot. So the male alpha is understandably annoyed about uh-huh, this. Okay, okay. Um, And in a scene that's actually really quite upsetting, um, when they've got the money out of the vault, the alpha is approaching the vault with his metal shield on so that people mm. can't shoot him in the head. And um, the safe the cracker... Closes the vault on the on one of the people in there. Mm-hmm. So he's stuck in there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that will come back later on okay. in the film. Okay, okay. There'll
0: be spoilers, by <laughs> the way, in this podcast.
1: Oh, definitely, yeah. Yeah, spoiler-tastic. We're 25 minutes in and I've just said that we're spoiling things. Yeah. Um, there's then a fantastic scene in a casino, you know, with all the slot machines and things. Right, 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 right. right. Um, they get the power back on. And this, of course... Um, calls all the zombies to the area because you know they're called they're they're drawn noise. as as in the Walking Dead and in fact any other zombie genre they're drawn by noise right, and okay. light and that kind of thing mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. they get the power back on uh, because they need to use the lifts right and um, this just draws a massive what do they call it in the Walking Dead a is it a herd I think they did call it a herd yeah. A herd, yeah. A massive herd right. who are all running towards this right. this casino. Uh-huh. And there, there we see why Dave Batista is on this because he just <laughs> turns into a killing machine, basically. <laughs> just taking out so many of these things, uh-huh. um, which is a very pleasing scene. It's uh-huh. very gruey right, 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 and, and pleasing to see that kind of um, zombie action. Uh-huh. The kind of thing you just don't see in The Walking Dead, basically, because it's all very slow-moving.
0: Right, right right,
1: this is fast moving well shot well cut together right. uh, very pleasing to watch right. um so they um they then they then realized that the female alpha was carrying a baby right so she appears to be pregnant right so these things are not actually zombies they're there's something else entirely they're another form of life right
0: okay okay
1: um and that's what the males that's what the male alpha was so enraged about right yeah um they make it to the chopper, uh, which is barely working you know it's um okay. it's a looks like quite an old helicopter uh-huh. Uh-huh. um they've got the money uh the security guy's been killed by a zombie tiger at this point a zombie tiger. Um, a zombie tiger, one of C, Creed and Roy's tigers that's now a zombie. <laughs> that's a really nasty death, actually. Right. Okay. okay. Yeah, but uh, but actually, because he's such a jerk, it's kind of pleasing mm-hmm. in a way. Yeah. <laughs> um, they make it to the chopper. The alpha follows them there. Uh-huh. Um, there's a huge uh, fight on the chopper, uh-huh. and um, Batista gets bitten, uh-huh. which is. Really quite upsetting because we don't want him to die mm-hmm, yeah um, but he manages to kill the alpha, which is very pleasing mm-hmm. um, chopper crashes outside the city okay okay uh, but I'll just wind back a bit and um we hear that uh they've only got a certain amount of time to get out of the city because the because the um military are going to send a nuclear missile into it to just clean up the city basically okay. destroy it okay but we tense. hear uh, we hear someone like a news person saying the president said it would be really cool and really great if we could bring that forward <laughs> and do it sooner rather than later <laughs> so then they realise they've got a lot less time than they thought they did right
0: yeah sounds normal
1: so as they are um, as they've as the chopper crashes and they're Sort of dragging themselves away. There's a really nice shot of the missile flying overhead, mm-hmm. and then landing. I well, presume doing an air burst over the city, mm-hmm. um, which is very nicely shot, very nicely made. Mm-hmm. Um, so only only two of them make it out. Mm-hmm. Batista hasn't made it out. He's he's um, managed to do himself basically. Mm-hmm. Um, but then we cut back to. Uh, the character who was in the safe. Right, right, right. So he made safe. it out. Yeah. Okay. The safe opened up and he's made it out. He, um, he gets picked up he by an aeroplane.
0: Did he get out before he the nuke?
1: Su- he got out before the nuke, yeah. Okay.
0: Okay.
1: Um, he gets picked up by... Uh, he's, so he's got some of the cash because some of the cash was left in the safe. Mm-hmm. He makes it to the, a little airport where there's a private plane waiting Mm-hmm. To take any survivors left from the crew who's only him mm-hmm. um he goes to the bathroom and he sees there's a bite on his shoulder and he and he's like Ugh. <laughs> and then the and then the movie ends <laughs> which is very pleasing it's a pleasing ending uh because of course with the with this time loop theory, maybe he doesn't make it out, maybe time resets and um he goes back again. But if he does make it out, then the outbreak is uh, its going to spread very, very quickly. And right. that might that might form, I suppose, one of the sequels that they're talking about.
0: Okay, okay. Um, so you think it's so, a time resetting theory, is it, this time? That- I think
1: so, yes. Yes. There's a lot of speculation about it. Okay. I mean, if it's actually them um,
0: and they're dead, and now they're yeah. not dead anymore. It must be some some kind of reset or something, but yeah.
1: Well, there must be. Uh, I think maybe the, maybe the nuclear missile is a reset.
0: All right, okay.
1: Um, but, of course, in this timeline, that missile arrives sooner than it was supposed to. Mm-hmm. So that, that kind of changes things in the timeline. So that's, that's maybe how does. he managed to get out. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so I have mixed feelings about this
0: movie. Okay, okay, okay. I was,
1: I was really looking forward to it, mm-hmm. but it is too long. It's two and a half hours long. Okay, okay. Um, which for a zombie film is just too long,
0: really. So should should I reveal my secret now? Yes, please do. <laughs> yes. So I've been I've been doing a number on you, listener, because I have seen this film and have opinions about it. Oh, okay. So, ah, all right. Um, so I was just pretending. So I apologise for that. Right. Okay. I think it's all right within the same episode.
1: I think so. Yeah.
0: Okay, so you tell, you're tell telling me what you think and then I'll tell you yes, a bit about what I, I think.
1: Yes, t- I think it's too long. Mm-hmm. Um, it meanders quite a lot because it's too long. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the performances are mostly great. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed the action. Um, uh, I like the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really like the look of it.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: So I, th- I think it looks fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, I found it to be somewhat empty mm-hmm. um, and really it could have been 90 minutes long and it could have just been a zombie heist movie Right. and that would have been perfectly fine but it kind of draws in this other stuff to do with the alphas and right, right, right,
0: right.
1: the corporate skullduggery and that kind of thing and that just isn't really necessary. Okay, I see what I mean. I just wanted a, a heist movie because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I like a heist movie, I like a zombie movie mm-hmm. If it was just those two things, it would have been perfect,
0: yeah, well, well, as it is, it
1: isn't perfect, so I had really,
0: really high expectations for this film because i I yeah. really love heist films, even bad ones, and yeah. uh, as listener knows, I love zombie films um so it it was it was going to be almost impossible for it to live up to my expectations in retrospect, yeah uh yeah. yeah, i thought it I thought it looked great, and I think that's I can see totally why you like it because you love a thing that looks good like that visually it really it's just stunning look yeah good yeah i actually was totally fine with the length i you know i think some heist movies do meander a bit and i like that yeah. i like the setup i like the meeting the team and all that stuff i love i really enjoyed the meeting yeah, the was team great. stuff yeah yeah um i thought dave batista was just awesome like he's got yeah, everything he's you want from an action hero like he's totally relatable when he's having yep. arguments with you. so you didn't mention the daughter relationship no not really the no, daughter who no. forces him to, to enter the to let, bring her with him even though she's not a fighter at all because That's right. she left someone she, she let someone down who she needs to go and try and rescue
1: see that was, that was one of the issues I had with the film right because that made it an impure heist movie <laughs>
0: Right, yeah, right. oh, I liked, I liked the the vulnerability of that. Anyway, so David okay. David is yep. amazing because he's got all that vulnerability and that emotional side, and he's just, you, you know, when you look at him, he's going to be amazing in a fight, and then he's amazing in a fight. Yeah, and it's just great. Yeah. Um, but my favourite character was the helicopter pilot, Tignataro. Tignataro, yeah. played by Tignataro, is that? Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Who I had no idea wasn't even there with the rest of the cast no it's fantastic and she isn't it? is hilarious she's so funny i did yeah i did actually wonder was this part written for a man and then and then cast right. as a woman so I, so, so yes so i think the answer to, to, to that me. question is yes yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> because it sounds like it was um yeah. but yeah so like I mean, a great example of you just you give a woman a good part and they do an amazing job of it why don't women get more good parts but exactly, anyway, it yeah. Because uh, she's really great. She's very funny. She but she's basically playing the same role that
1: she plays in Star Trek Discovery.
0: Right, okay, okay.
1: So she's got an acerbic tone to her that you don't dare say anything out of step because you just jump all over it and...
0: Yeah, it's hard and, to explain. And rip it to pieces. It's yeah. hard to explain to listener why she's such a likeable and so exciting to watch character. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, <laughs> you wouldn't want to mess with her. But also there's a no, bit where she... No. Um, they ring her up and say, oh, is the helicopter ready? And it's just exploded. That's right. Yeah, the, the engine's just exploded. And she's yeah. like, oh, yeah, it'll be fine. we will see you in a bit. <laughs> that's <was> very <laughs> funny. She's yeah. actually doing that because she's got some kind of heart as well, right? Um, yeah, she doesn't want to tell them that it's exploded. Yeah. and they're all going to die. So she's not yeah. just a completely one-dimensional character. But anyway, she fixes the helicopter. So that's all fine. Um, some of it's a bit funny. I, I, To be honest, I'd rather people didn't try and be funny in zombie films yep. i take zombies extremely seriously so that mm-hmm. you know i understand why people do that but i wasn't that keen um but yeah my main thing about it was like i think you said it was a bit empty i thought it was childish yes
1: yes i remember you saying that yeah um, juvenile it lacked yeah.
0: yeah it lacked depth so like even in the like in that amazing fight scene inside the casino yeah there's like funny bits
1: yeah, there are a couple of funny bits there. It's like ah, uh,
0: yeah. And then, so and I didn't get it didn't have any meaning for me. Like so for for example, Dawn of the Dead is like lambasting consumerism and saying, Look, we're all just like the zombies, blah blah blah. Yeah. And then like the only thing you could say about Army of the Dead is it's doing it's making the same point, like what is that, forty years later about oh yeah, Vegas and Vegas is really empty. <laughs> yeah. And it's right. like, okay, yeah. that's not enough depth. No, for me. so I really felt the lack of that. I also really like the other character I liked is the bloke who gets away in the end. I don't remember his character yes. name. Yes, he's great, isn't he? Name. Yeah, but he's just—he's a funny and cool, really cool character. In fact, I like a lot. He of the actually
1: goes—he goes toe to toe with the alpha at one point and comes off quite badly. <laughs> I mean, I like, Which is not not really a surprise.
0: I like the safe cracker. I, I like a lot of the characters actually.
1: See now, the safe is an interesting one, uh-huh. and and people have been talking about the time loop theory w- with relation to him, okay? Because he's not, you know, he doesn't look like a man who knows his way around a gun, uh-huh. Uh-huh. but when he gets given a gun, he's a sharpshooter.
0: Yeah, like he immediately. So is it's able almost to see like he's done them. this before, right, kind of thing. Um, but the person who voices done, the, yeah. time, the timey wimey stuff is the bloke who, yes. gets, who escapes.
1: Like actually That's right, says,
0: yeah. oh maybe it's all a timey wimey. Maybe thing. it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um anyway, so, so yeah, I have yeah. I have
1: reservations about this. Yeah.
0: So I watched the DVD extras and they talked about the lenses, and then in retrospect, I was like, oh yeah, okay, it does look really good, and I guess the lenses. It are really does. Of that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I just I had such high expectations, and in the end, it had some special special zombies which you have to really earn for me because zombies it's very important to me that zombies are like zombies Mm. and um, it just it was just too on the jokey side and not enough on the actually making a point about life side which which is something I really value from zombie films
1: I think that's fair Uh, I
0: I would probably watch this again though well now when you've Um, been describing it I've been thinking oh I should watch it again and like so the opening titles which is like a mini zombie movie it's fantastic um, yeah, I was really impressed with those. Yeah, it's interesting you liked it so much. I thought like I when you described it I was like, Oh wow that'd be so cool.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: But I felt like it slightly then missed. Then you the realize mark. you have actually seen it. Yeah. 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 I felt like it missed the mark a bit. I think maybe because it was too funny. It was a joke. Maybe, it was maybe. a joke sequence. Right. And well I think how it definitely the thing
1: with what look out, Elvis is definitely a joke. Yeah.
0: Too many jokes. Too many jokes. Okay, that's my main point. But problem. I enjoyed that.
1: I enjoyed that. Right. Um so I didn't really have a problem with the humor. Okay. I mean I, I had a it problem with the, with the emptiness of it all. <laughs> it's
0: unreasonable of me to have a problem with the humor. But I don't think it's unreasonable. No, it's it's the, the way you feel about it. It's, but the, it's the way you feel about it. The emptiness. I think I think we're too old for most films. Maybe. Because yeah. most films are pretty empty and I at least like which is why I always ask the question. I'm looking <laughs> What's it for all about I'm looking for meaning from when I invest yeah. my time in, there in art. Any.
1: There's no there's no meaning for this movie. That's disappointing. That is disappointing. It, for me, it's pure entertainment, but it's not entertaining enough. Okay, okay,
0: okay.
1: But having said that, as I said, I would watch this again because I think visually mm-hmm. it's a masterclass in storytelling. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. um, Zack Snyder really knows how
0: to shoot a movie. I was thinking, actually, when you were describing some of the funny stuff, I was thinking it would have been a pleasure to watch in a... Cinema with people, yeah. Laughing. I think,
1: I think, I think, particularly, yeah, definitely. I think you'd get a real kick out of watching this with an audience, mm, yeah. Mm, mm. Maybe we we'll watch it. because there's a lot of sometime. stuff to it, there's a lot of stuff to enjoy about it, yeah, yeah. Um, and I think certainly to unpack the timey-wimey stuff would be very interesting. Mm-hmm. Also, to try and find the join in all of Tignotaro scenes mm. would be interesting as well, yeah, yeah, um, and to see. To see where they lose focus with their cameras because <laughs> they're shooting so wide open. Um, yeah, I mean, so on that note, though, I started watching. Um, I'm not leaving this movie. I'm just going to mm-hmm, say I've mm-hmm. started watching Train to Busan Peninsula, right? Which I haven't watched yet. Which has a similar kind of plot to it. Okay, okay. Which is interesting, but okay, I won't talk. Okay. I won't talk any more about that because I haven't no, finished. I watching don't want it any
0: spoilers because I have to. Watch no, no that spoilers, spoilers. No
1: spoilers. It, but. Um, I think, overall, Army of the Dead is a bit disappointing, but it's not terrible, by any means.
0: Yeah. I, I, I think, I think well, there's enough here to entertain. The things that are good about it are part of what makes it disappointing, right? Because it could have been... Yes. It could have been stone great. Stone Cold classic.
1: It could have been an absolute Stone Cold classic zombie heist movie, yep. but it, gets a, it meanders a bit at times, <clears throat> and that was a bit annoying. It's got no brain. No, I mean, yeah. no, it doesn't. And when we think about, you know, even The Walking Dead, which can be a little bit brainless at times. Um, I find it that really has deep. that. Yeah, it can be. I think it can be really deep and, and interesting. I find the experience um,
0: of watching it, even if they're not making any points, the experience mm, of watching it... Really, it's humanity, isn't it? Yeah, it it takes me to the core of what it is to be alive, definitely.
1: Yeah, so I think Army of the Dead is definitely lacking that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't to the core de- of anything. <laughs> no. And I think, maybe, no. I think maybe our two points are overlapping here. You're saying it's too long. I'm saying it's got no brain. And I think yes. if it was way shorter, you'd probably require and it less had, brain from yeah. it. I think if it was 90
1: minutes, possibly two hours, then I'd cut it more slack.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: But I'd still watch it again, you know. Yeah. Because um, because I did I was entertained by it. I just wanted to already to get on with it.
0: Really? Right, 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 right. Yeah, I, did, <laughs> I never felt it. that. I never felt that. Okay. Uh, I I liked the way it took its time, and because it's so nice looking. Yeah, that was fine. I mean, I could remove some elements of plot, definitely. So, yeah, I, I could just remove the alphas completely from the equation. Hmm. Um. Yeah. And then I would have less problem with the um, zombie theology. Yep. What do you call it if it's zombies?
1: (laughs) Uh, No, I don't know. The rules, anyway. I think the other issue with that, it's never fully explained. Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. um, that was a problem. They could have just done a little bit of plot plot exposition there, maybe to have someone still surviving in the city who knows what what it's all about. Right, right, right. Um, I don't mind that because, you know, yeah,
0: when hell is full up, the dead will walk the earth. There's enough explanation for it. And they certainly do in this. There's a lot of them. (laughs) <laughs> there's a lot.
1: There's hordes of
0: them. I think another thing that would have yeah. made it even more visually pleasurable would be if you were really familiar with the Las Vegas skyline. Yes, which I don't definitely. think I am or the layout of the city generally because No, I'm not either. There's a no. lot of shots no. uh, like drone shots flying through the city except it's all destroyed and stuff. very nice looking. They're nice yeah. looking. And if you knew exactly what's supposed to be there but it's fallen over, it would be even better, wouldn't it?
1: Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, a bit disappointing, and a bit empty,
0: but entertaining. Yeah, and, I and definitely Dave Batista is great. Yeah, Dave Batista yeah. is amazing, and like I just want to yeah. watch other things with him in.
1: There's plenty of stuff out there. I mean, he, he's very good in the Guardians of the Galaxy movies as Drax the Destroyer, right. um, who comes from a race of people who have no sense of sarcasm or irony. <laughs> So when you say something to him that's sarcastic or ironic, he just thinks it's real. Um, and they, they play up to that a lot. Right. And I think, he's very good at it. I yeah. think
0: I've just given up on anything based on a comic book at this point. So Right, I yeah. I don't think I can do okay. that. Um, so uh,
1: I guess you're not going to ask me what it's all about because no. you've seen it. Because it's not no. about anything. It's
0: just about zombies, man.
1: <laughs> so I, w- I will just do a little coda here and say that I watched a movie that is definitely about something. Okay,
0: okay.
1: Uh, I'm not going to go into detail about it, but it's a movie by Brandon Cronenberg, who is David Cronenberg's son. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a movie called Possessor that came out last year. Mm-hmm. Stars Andrea Riseborough, um, and it's about a a shadowy organization that she works for. Um where they transfer her consciousness into someone else mm-hmm. and then that someone else with her consciousness in is an assassin. Okay. Um, so basically rendering the assassin completely, you know, just a random person who's done this thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there's there's just no trail to find out right. who actually did it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's the idea behind it. Mm-hmm. Um, but she uh, she runs into trouble because... The person that she is possessing kind of fights back a bit right, mentally, right, 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 and there's some conflict. Um, very good, very disturbing, you know. From Gra- Brandon Cronenberg, has basically <clears throat> looked at his father's filmography and said, "Yeah, I want to make something like that." <laughs> um, some very disturbing, very gory images in this right. film. Right. Um, yeah, it's one of those films where. Stuff from it kind of pops into my head, and I think, oh, yeah, that mm-hmm. was that was pretty full on. It's mm-hmm. pretty mm-hmm. full on, I think. Um, mm-hmm. Spe- so if you like your horror gory, mm-hmm. but thoughtful, Possessor is definitely worth a look.
0: Speaking of gore, yeah. yes. Um, in Army of the Dead, the the yes. gore is played for laughs.
1: It is, yeah. Even when the guy gets eaten by the tiger, it's supposed. Yeah, to be Yeah, that's funny. definitely
0: played for laughs, and yeah, I think that's one of my key problems with it. Because mm. the to me the gore is part of the desolation of of a zombie environment. Yeah, and if it's just hilarious, so even when um, the the uh, the female alpha's head gets dropped and splatters on the floor. Yep, it's it's, it's like kind ah, of dumb laugh, head it? exploding head. It's like no, this yeah. is supposed to be an emotional, <clears throat> an important. Yeah, I moment. thought
1: that was I thought that was strange. Yeah. The way that kind of hung together. Um, So so there's none of that in Possessor. Possessor is um, full-on horror. Right. right, The kind of thing I haven't watched for years and years. In fact, you know, it's very reminiscent of the kind of stuff that David
0: Cronenberg used to make. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Oh, well, that um, that sounds worth a a go, definitely.
1: It is worth a go. Uh, I wasn't quite prepared for... Just how full-on it was going to be, though. So, right,
0: okay, all right. So, uh, um, yeah. Caution. Definitely applied. caution.
1: <laughs> yes. It's not a family film. <laughs> <laughs> but good performances. Um, very solid. Well-made. Right,
0: right, right,
1: right. Yeah, hour and 40 minutes. So it won't trouble you too much. Right. But it is good. Right, yeah. Right. Um, I'm trying to think. I don't have anything else, actually. We finished... Oh, Actually, there is something I want to talk about, but in a future pod. Okay, okay, okay. A TV, a TV
0: show. Okay. Um, um, so I've, yeah. I've finished watching Battlestar Galactica. I don't think I spoke, I talked about it on the last pod. I don't think you did, no. no. So I, I told you, I think already, that I was watch, re-watching Battlestar Galactica, having, yes. having the impression of it beforehand, of really liking the first couple of series, and then mm. feeling like it really went off. So this time I watched it, I tried to let it be what it was and not what I wanted it to be, so that meant that actually the whole uh, religion storyline is actually really what it's about, in my opinion, now yeah, watching it again. Yeah. It's about um, this... this Well, the Cylons call it a god and the humans call it the, the gods of their colonies. But they kind That's of, right. as far as I understand it, they turn out to actually be the same kind of force. And they don't, you know, it not nothing is really explained about it, but... The real point of the story is that this God or God's is guiding them down a path that has happened before and will happen again, and that 's right there's like a loop happening and with that with it with me trying to allow it to be what it what it wanted to be instead of I wanted it to be you know like spaceships and and shooting things and stuff and war, and actually it wanted to be this other thing, so with that and with the whole. Like overly obvious Guantanamo Bay style time where they're they're captured on a planet. Yeah. I let that be what it was as well, and that was fine too. And it was actually driving their plot. It wasn't I thought it was just kind of political. Was that
1: on New Caprica? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So at the time I thought it was just purely political, but now I think it was actually driving the plot where they needed it to go in terms of humans mm. and Cylons getting closer to each other and anyway. So with all that, I actually thought it was good. I thought pretty much all of it was good. And although I still really enjoy the kind of visceral pleasure of the early series, especially the episode where they have 33 minutes to jump in. That's, that's a classic television. Incredible. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I'm now down to... I can even tolerate when they get... So I'm going to spoil it. No, I won't spoil yep. it. When they get to... Uh, no, no, go okay, ahead. I'm going to spoil it. When they, they get to Earth... And, yes. And they think they're not on Earth because uh, the they found Earth, but it wasn't. It was all destroyed. So, but they, so they've got they've come to this new planet. Turns out it's actually our Earth, and we're part of, yes. of this of this time loop. Exactly.
1: Yeah. But there's already um, there's already Homo sapiens there, isn't there?
0: Yeah. And then they're going to breed with them or whatever. Um, yeah, that's right. So they they set up camp. They all agree. Like everyone in the like whatever it is. 500,000 people or whatever all agree they're going to get rid of all their technology and throw it into the sun and become primitive. That's right. Yeah. And live on this planet. And, um, uh, And that's kind of the end. And then there's like a five minute chunk at the end where time fast forwards and two of the main characters narrate the fact that now we're in like modern day New York and, Oh, it was all a timey wimey loopy whoopy. And those are still some of the worst moments of television I've yeah, ever seen. Yeah, that's not good.
1: That is not good. But I do like I do like the stuff in that final episode with the Dharma and the President. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, yeah. really good. I mean they are but just they're, but great. they're you know, they're just great on there, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's all great. Um, I've forgotten about that minutes. thing with um Boltar and Yeah six. and um and six in yeah, yeah it's pretty ropey, isn't it? it's rubbish pretty ropey and
0: and, uh, I can actually I can live with uh, you know I like the time loop thing now it's fine it's fine so so basically you know 99% of Battlestar Galactica is truly great yeah yeah it's good stuff or at least good Um, and then just that one bit which happens to be the final five minutes is very poor (laughs) yeah it is poor yeah but it's the final five minutes so you can forgive
1: it you, I would have been happy to not have that i mean there's a kind of parallel there with douglas adams's um the thing in douglas adams's books is that we are descended from telephone sanitizers <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> from from the Golga, Golga fringem arc fleet that landed on our planet <laughs> yeah. and then all the all the um homo sapiens died out and were replaced by telephone sanitizers
0: third class and right. hairdressers and and the, middle managers. The original society all died from a, a telephone born infection. That's right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. As it turned out, although <laughs> they should have included the estate agents and the middle managers, they should have kept exactly. the telephone yes. sanitizers. <laughs> yes,
1: that's right. Yeah. I, I, one of my favourite bits from that is where Ford Prefect is talking to the, um, the Golga fringums and there's a guy playing the bagpipes in the background, and he says do we really need the bagpipes? And the leader of the Gold says, well, yes, we've given him a grant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's good stuff. So I miss Douglas Adams a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Those books are wonderful. Yeah, they're Although good. They are, they're definitely diminishing returns, but yeah. I think So Long and Thanks for All the Fish is genius. It's I, a real sort of return
0: to form. When I read... I read some to my one of my kids. Yeah. I had no idea from when I first read it how angry it was.
1: Yeah, it's really angry, isn't it? So angry. Yeah. 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 And cynical. It's yeah. really yeah. cynical yeah. about modern life and yeah. middle managers
0: and and, a- and... and humanity. And corporations. Yeah,
1: humanity in general being kind of useless and mm. feckless and focused on war and stuff rather than trying to... Solve problems, just making more of them. Yeah, yeah. He's definitely focused on that, and you know the allegory of that is like the Vogons with their. We must do this job regardless of mm-hmm. the fact that it's wrong. We yeah. must do it because that's what we do, because yeah. we're miserable. Yeah. yeah, it is angry.
0: Yeah, it's really angry. But
1: I think the bo- the books become progressively less angry as they go Probably. on. Probably does he get older? Yeah, yeah, and he kind of chills out a bit. Start um, to I think you try bomb- not fool
0: yourself into having some hope
1: yes, exactly yes uh yeah, so um yeah, that was Army of the Dead, that
0: was some other stuff yeah <laughs> Have you got anything to plug? um I'm just about to release my new game, so when this when this when you download this podcast, it might well have been released, or it might be a couple of days away Ooh. so there's a new game called Right Waves. Right Waves and it is a sideways scrolling shoot 'em up um which is basically a copy of a classic game called R-Type but not R-Type it's, well it's, it's not R-Type it's all it's all completely drawn and coded by me so there's lots right. there's a surprising amount of pixel art in this game nice. more than I've ever drawn before I think it came okay. out reasonably well I'm quite happy with it um uh and the but the level design is pretty much me trying to copy the first level of R-Type and the the pixel art is pretty much me trying to copy the art in R-Type mm-hmm. and it, you know so it it's basically me trying to copy R-Type because I love R-Type yeah you just um, want to play R-Type so, but it's a web yeah. it's a web-based game and the screen is a slightly different shape from R-Type because it's designed to work okay on phones as well as on computers right okay yeah. Um, however, it's unbelievably hard on a phone, so I wouldn't recommend playing it on a phone.
1: Oh, because you need keys to play it. Yeah. Something. So
0: it has it has like left, right, up, down, and fire. So those there are right. touch buttons that you can use to control it on the phone, hmm. but that is extremely hard. Okay. So I would recommend playing it on a keyboard, which is much easier.
1: Okay. Yeah. Have you have you thought about doing um? Like having people drag the ship around on the
0: screen and then press press the screen to fire—is that too yeah, difficult? Yeah, I when I briefly um, thought about okay. that and I thought, yeah, yeah. no, it's not going to. Like, I hate games where your fingers in the way if we're trying to look. You know,
1: so. Yeah, because then you you wouldn't be able to see it properly. Yeah, which would be a problem.
0: Yeah. So the the original vision for the small pixel website this is part of small pixel, okay is, uh, well I haven't added it there yet because it's not quite finished but it's pretty much done. The, it was always going to be it's. It's like these sites like Kizzy, which are basically computer, they're web, websites for playing on your computer. Yeah, um, so keyboard and mouse is is my normal control scheme that I'm optimizing for, but I've put in these um, touch controls so you can play on a tablet or a, a phone. But mm-hmm. I think for this game, you have to be a pretty hardcore gamer if to play this game on a phone because it's really hard on keyboards. <laughs> And it's way right. harder on site, phone. <laughs> and okay. I don't really yeah. want to make it easier because it's a tribute to a very hard game.
1: Yeah, our type was hella difficult, yeah.
0: And I've only made yeah. one level. And frankly, I've run out of energy to make it more than one level. <laughs> so I've just left it really hard. <laughs> but it's open source, so somebody else can make another level. Absolutely, presumably. yeah. So do, yeah. please do make another level. But also, when I've, when I've put scores in, which I haven't done yet there'll be um, an additional challenge to the game other than just completing that level, which is you get points for killing things, but you lose points for shooting your gun is how it's going to be. So the fewer shots you fire, the higher your score will be.
1: Nice. That's nice. So
0: um, hopefully that will be an additional challenge for people who... I mean, frankly, if you get to the end of level one, you have my respect. (laughs) Okay. Um, I've done it. Nice. Nice. But I've obviously played it quite a lot over the last few yes. months.
1: You've had to do it, yeah.
0: But it's yeah. um, I'm really pleased with it. I I I like it for the way it looks and and feels. Uh, maybe no one will like it because it's too hard. Um, although I've only tested it out on relatively young kids, actually. So maybe maybe for grown ups it will be okay. Like I've found that even um, older young people don't really like a hard game, even though no. they're capable of doing it. No, no but they, they don't want to be challenged too much. Some grown ups like to grind away at something that they fail at over and over again.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, find
0: the solution, yeah.
1: Including That's me. right.
0: Yeah. So maybe some people will like it, but certainly I'm really proud of it. I'll put a link in the show notes. Excellent. Um, Excellent. Yeah. Cool.
1: That sounds good. I have nothing to plug. Cool. So I think we're, I think we're done cool well thank you very much yeah thank you
0: that was a good one i enjoyed it see you next time all right see ya